Not too much. Doing well. Bam, we're live. Hey, dude, you look younger since the last time I interviewed you. I, I noticed that on your IG, you look younger too. Are you getting something done to your skin, like exfoliated or like? <laughs> I I am not. I don't I don't know about that. Maybe or just like rubbing up like, a little bit. Not as scraggly as some days. Or or what are those? Uh, 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 a loofah. Are you using a loofah to like take <laughs> off the dead skin on your face or something? A loofah. Definitely not. If my wife knew what, where I wash my body with my loofah, she'd hate it. <laughs> Take your wife's prized loofah for her face and use it on your fucking dingleberries to clean out the... Oh, boy. What yeah, an that, asshole. That wouldn't go over very well. No. I have this... Um, yeah, loofah. I have this uh, 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 bar of soap, Nick, that I got from... Uh, there's this affiliate uh, called Portsmouth CrossFit. Uh, Dale King owns it. It's like a rehab CrossFit. And they, they make their own soaps and they sell them. And they have it. Okay. And he sent me a bunch of the soap. Yeah, it's stuff like that. And he sent me a bunch of the soap. And it's like menthol or something. And I don't know when I'm going to learn, but I wash my ass with it. And I hate the fucking feeling. <laughs> I get like tingly cornhole. It's like, dude, what? Wh who? Why? Why would you ever make soap that makes anything tingle? Do you like tingly soap at all? Uh, no. I just use some normal gel soap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so you just squirt a couple shots in your hand and, and rub it around. Pretty much, yep. Yeah. Nice and that's what... quick. Get the job done. Yeah, it's... I don't know why I make that mistake every morning. It, uh, my buddy Andrew Hiller doesn't even use soap, he said. He hasn't used soap in years. He just uses water. Just rinses off? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Wow. I think my butt needs soap. <laughs> um, you're going. You're going to the CrossFit Games. Yep. Round two. We made it. Crazy, dude. Uh, what a statement you made last year, huh? Yeah, it was, a, it was a wild beginning to kind of the run for the games. Yeah, it was between, between getting in with the backfill invite and then like, pretty cool being able to get in there and win a couple of events as well. Yeah, you performed at, an, uh, at a crazy high level. Like, you made a name for yourself. You put yourself – I don't know how we say it in CrossFit, but um, you put yourself in the in – the, if, if, if it was the fight world, you put yourself, like, it, uh, with a number by your name. You know what I mean? You're a you're top 15 player in the world. Sure, yeah. Did yeah. you expect that? Um, when, when I first came in, I kind of said some things like, oh, I want to win some events. I want to get rookie of the year and just kind of, like, threw it out there. Didn't really – attach myself to it too much just because I did get the backfill invite. I did miss the games two years in a row by a, a point. And I mean, taking sixth place at one of the semifinals over the course of all the other semifinals, I didn't expect to be top 15 or top 14 at the game. So yeah, it was, it was pretty surprising last year. Hey, um, yeah. Crazy. Is that, the, that was the sandbag? The sandbag event and the skills medley with the jump rope. Wow. Like two, I mean, two, I mean, theoretically, not even theoretically, two opposite events, huh? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, you can sew and punch someone in the face. Like what? <laughs> like you got, you got both ends of the spectrum uh, covered. Crazy, dude. Yeah, just got to fill that middle ground now. Get good at regular CrossFit. <laughs> yeah. Hey, dude, were you um were you weird strong as a kid? Could you do some weird stuff already, like as a, as a, as a young boy? 
Um, I don't know about weird strong as a kid. I did a lot of things like I played a lot of sports, so um, a lot of things like that pertain to like maybe the skills medley a little bit, being able to do a pegboard without my legs or um, in just when I was younger, kind of like things in wrestling where we would just jump around and flip on the mats and I'd say become really body awareness, like have a lot of body awareness kind of came natural. And then I've been weightlifting since probably seventh, eighth grade. So it's just been like a continuous, like um, kind of road to building strength and getting strong and, that's probably one of my favorite things to do anyway, so that always stays in. Um, the the, the back squat the back squat stuff is just kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, I didn't that's send my you. Party trick. <clears throat> really, your back squats, your party tricks. Sorry, Suze, I'm gonna send you these links now. I didn't. Oh, yep, you already got it. Um, how how is that your part? How is a 500 pound back squat a party trick? Um, I mean, I don't really follow any like squat cycle to help like increase my squat um i mean maybe i should because maybe i mean i don't know how necessary a, a heavier squat would necessarily be in competition but um yeah i've probably had the same pr the same number for probably pretty while a while now and i don't ever really lose the strength to be able to do my squats what is your pr 585 like all time yeah. pr and and how often do you do you um, touch that? Uh, five eighty five. No. Yeah. No. Once that a year. Was, that was my lifetime PR, so I was a little bit heavier when I hit that. Like normal CrossFitting PR is probably like five forty five, and I can get I can get pretty close to that. Um, yeah. And and you enjoy? Are you enjoying that right there? Um. Other than it making me want to pass out and destroy my collarbones no <laughs> what what about um after i after i i was uh, squatting with 100 pounds the other day front squatting with 100 pounds i was holding a 100 pound d-ball and after every set i do like this thing like like i feel like i might never be able to hinge ever again so i have to like do this thing or i put my hands on the wall or i feel like i have to stretch my cat like stretch out a little bit yeah like i like i got mushed or something yeah do you feel know, like that every time you're done do you feel like that every time like you do a, a back squat with like 500 pounds or 400 pounds like it's like that like you're like okay i'm kind of stuck in this position for like a few seconds no not really i'd say like a lot of it kind of goes to like bracing the core as well like and i preach this when i coach my classes and stuff too when you pick up weights and you pick up a barbell you gotta like pick it up like you're trying to manhandle it Whereas sometimes when people go into like picking up a back squat, they're kind of a little hesitant when they lift it off. And then I feel like they're not braced and that can kind of compress their spine a little bit more versus if you get underneath it and you're acting like you're really tall and you're like really extending, like your body can get a little bit, feel a little bit different. Hey, when, when you saw the, um, the uh, total and it being for Olympic lifts, have you, have you thought about what twists they're going to put on that? That it's not that they're that there's something that they're not being um, completely um, that they may be being a little disingenuous, like that it could be a possible uh, with dumbbells. Have you thought of that <laughs> with the Olympic lifts? Yeah, um, I have not. I did notice that there's only two lifts. You only get two attempts at it. Um, I don't know really how I feel about that too much, but I mean, 
we'll see what happens when we get to the games with it. If they throw any twists or if we have platforms out there to be able to stay warm on or. Cause, cause they always kind of change stuff a little bit, right? Like they'll tell you it's going to be a 5k run. And the next thing you know, it's really a 5k hurdle event. There'll be 800 hurdles out there. Yeah. So or... that one I'm actually a little bit more like curious about if they're going to have us just run a straight 5k or if there's going to be like obstacles, like bring back the O course kind of thing. Or if it's just going to be just a straight up 5k. Look, I made, I made 20 bucks off of your lifters. Hey, let's go. Michael Banyan. I have the same lifters. Oh yeah, those tier lifters. They're they're good. Hey, when you squat um uh uh you you ever do that barefoot? You ever squat five hundred pounds barefoot? Um I have. I just did a squat workout in the garage the other day, barefoot. I do whenever I'm at home in the garage I do a lot of barefoot training for like my accessories and stuff like that. Toast What's spacers. That? Oh, toe spacers, yep, exactly. And you do you really squat with toe spacers on, or did you just do that for the because they're your sponsor? Nope, I definitely do. Whenever I'm at home working out in the garage, sometimes when, like going to the Globo Gym, usually where I do my strength stuff, they don't allow you to be barefoot, so I can't do that. But yeah, whenever I'm at home, I train. Uh, hey, I got that toe spacer spring thing too. I have my kid do pistols on it. That's it's kind of it's it's kind of wild. Yeah, it's a little different. Creates like the. Uh, it gets the stabilizing muscles in your knees and ankles and stuff activated. You ever fuck with it with those black springs? Did yours come with those black springs? I'm too heavy for those black springs. You are? <laughs> that thing will no, crash down and touch I the ground? I, just put the, I put the silver ones on. What was that? I said that thing will touch the ground if you get on it with those black strings? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. No, I just put the silver ones on and I, I guess I haven't really experimented or changed them up at all. But I'll wear nice, these like, toes. Go you ahead. Wear what? I said I'll wear these toe spacers for like oh, two hours saying. straight. Yeah, for sure. You'll do that so too? Sit around. Yep, just sit around the house when I do my programming or watching movies. Yeah, I'll just sit there with them on. Because on the box, it says to only wear them for like five minutes. And I'm like, five minutes? How pussy wow. do you think I am? Makes my feet feel really good. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, you were doing, you were doing, in one of those five videos, minutes maybe at Oh, our connection is jacked up. Where are you? Are you in your garage? I am in my garage. We got the, the fans inside eating breakfast and all that stuff. Is the router in the garage? Is it not good? The router is right in the kitchen inside the door. Hmm. Not good. I'll give, you a, I'll give you a four out of ten. Four out of ten. Is that better than Rogue was or no? Better than who? Better than Rogue was or no? I can't remember Rogue. Was Rogue bad? I don't know. I think my audio. Somebody said something about my audio at Rogue. I don't have hey, fancy microphones or anything like that. What's that white thing? Um, is that a heater hanging on in your ceiling, pointed kind of down at you? Looks like a speaker. Oh, yeah, that's a, a when it gets to negative twenty up here in Minnesota, the garage gets really cold. Look, someone told me I should hang up on you. Wow, God, it's a tough crowd. Uh oh. 
you want me to try to move somewhere else? If you can, if not, don't worry. We'll make it through this. You still sound great. Okay. Well, if it gets bad, then I can try to go inside and move around and go upstairs. And... It, it's 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 better having a bad connection than talking with someone who um, English is like their fourth language. <laughs> hey, there's a um. Say that again. And who would that be? Like Liz. We had um. The other day, trying to think. <laughs> I'm trying to think of his name. We had Mikhail Woloski on the other day. And he had a bad connection, and English wasn't his uh, primary language. It was some. It was. It was unique. Yeah, that would be a little bit of a challenge. This um, this shirt you're wearing, uh, Susan. Do you see the link I put the um, the half shirt that he's doing bar muscle ups on? I think we talked about this before. But if your nipple shows, does that mean? Do you feel like you let yourself down? Like you cut the shirt too short? Are you like, ooh, like that there should be. Like this one, I, if the nipples I, showing when my arms are down, then yes. But if, if I'm moving oh, around like that, my hands are over. Yeah. You're okay with a little nipple down there at the bottom like that? For sure. God, I hope you start a trend with girls. <laughs> I'm surprised how many videos there are with you without the crop top on. Yeah, it just depends on the day. I don't wear it every single day, but it, de it depends what movements I'm doing. I don't put too much thought into it, necessarily. Um, are are you... Say, oh, right. Are, are you working, Nick? Yeah, I do. I work full-time at my CrossFit gym. And, uh, and, and what's that look like? Um, basically head coach, general manager. So I handle everything from making sure the gym's clean, the toilets, the, the equipment, making sure all that stuff works to help coaching my coaches on how to coach better or um, meeting with members and having uh, success management meetings and all that. And you're training full time. Yep. Yep. And I coach classes throughout the week as well. Do you coach every day? Uh, four out of, Probably, probably four days a week, I think it is. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday. And, and how many classes are you coaching? Uh, throughout the week, it's more just in the evenings. Um, I coach, we have uh, strength classes and Olympic lifting classes at my affiliate as well. So I, I, like, I enjoy coaching those classes on top of CrossFit. And then Saturday, we have like a run through in the morning of like 8 a.m., 9 a.m., 10 a.m. And I coach all those every Saturday morning. Um, do you think that, um, your, do you think you could be even better if you didn't have to worry about work as much? Or do you think that the work actually keeps you like sort of in a, in a lane that allows you to be who you are? Yeah, I think I've cut back a lot on coaching, um, and a lot on, yeah, I mean, mainly, mainly just a lot back on coaching, um, over the last year, um, to be able to like not miss things in training or not have to rush things if I'm like feeling good. Um, I would say that it helps me kind of stay in a routine. So like every day I'm at the gym at 10 o'clock because I know I have to start working at noon. So I got to get a couple hours of training in the morning and then I work for three hours or so. And then at three o'clock I have like an hour and a half window before classes start where I start training. So it keeps me in a nice routine and 
yeah, I feel like if I had the whole day to just sit around, I'd kind of waste a lot of time. Does everyone at the gym know that you're competing at the games? Yeah, we actually have, heck, I think like 50 people going out this year. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot. A lot of people that'll be out. We're all wearing these. We They all got bright, bright pink shirts this year. So, What state are you in? Minnesota. And how far is that from uh, Madison, your town? Is it Only driving five distance? Hours. It's a five-hour five hour drive. drive? Yep. Wow. Holy cow. Hey, how many people went last year? Last year, I would say maybe like 15. 15, maybe 20 people that were kind of in the affiliate. But yeah, this year, they all got Airbnbs, and they're all getting houses with 10 people in them. And yeah, they're... They're getting wild this year. <laughs> hey, oh yeah, that's close. Um, do you like that, or is there is it is it is, do you feel the pressure of that many people going? Um, no, because I mean they're going because they want to have a good time as well. So I mean they're not there just for me. They're there to get away with each other, have a great time, and um, just kind of see me do do what I'm going to do in the process. And no, I don't feel really too much pressure about it. I think this is actually less stressful. The games is less stressful than like semifinals is because even quarterfinals, just because it's kind of like the pinnacle. We've made it to the games. Like we're here. This is the spot. And now it's just go and perform your best and whatever happens, happens. Hey, are there some weird stresses around the quarterfinals and semifinals that like, Oh shit. Did I not film this right? Did it not upload right? Like some weird stresses that like, kind of almost don't need to be there or shouldn't be there they're not related oh, no. to, well i shouldn't say shouldn't be there but they're not related to your athleticism at all yeah for sure like i'm always stressed out about oh is this tape line measured on the right side of the tape or is luke die on me halfway through again or yeah there's a yeah quarterfinals is probably the most stressful then uploading it, it, a video it, too yeah it, it's crazy i, I can't the people who miss the games, um, the, the two that I guess the one that sticks out the most to me is Annika Greer. I guess I guess it happened to uh, Man on Angonese, uh, uh and uh, Jelly um, Hostess, Hosty, Yellow Hosty, mm-hmm. uh, last year. But but the ones that are really crazy are how many people didn't make Rogue because of that, right? Like someone like Colton Mertens didn't get to go to Rogue because of some camera debacle or something i can't remember exactly but it's kind of crazy when high and there was another high-end athlete that got jacked up didn't get to go to row because of some weird camera shit yeah i think it was what travis mayer had something some issues oh that's right that's right yeah i mean that was their fault but still for sure say it again there was something with like weights like not being measured or it was just a lot of stuff that like yeah it didn't have anything to do with your fitness um and it just completely adds to the stress of it. And then again, like, how are you supposed to perform at your best when you're completely stressed out about if the camera's going to go out or not, too? Uh, Kelly Gibbons, <clears throat> uh, let's go, Nick. Making Minnesota proud over here. Yeah, hey, let's go. Do you, have tra- do you have training partners? I do. I have. Uh, I mean, I, I I usually just rope a bunch of the affiliate members in with what I'm doing every now and again, but they enjoy it. They love it. And then I'm a big believer that just about like trying to make training fun. So I do a lot of my program. Like 
I mean, my entire program is what my affiliate does too. So I, every, I mean, everything's modifiable anyway. So it's not about like what workout comes up. Oh, if Nick's doing a really hard workout, you know what I mean? There's levels, there's RX, there's RX plus, there's scaled. So I program what I do for classes and they really enjoy that as well. And they just, they just modify things that are a little bit different than what I do. Hey, so, so then it makes training fun and yeah. Yeah. You know, I think it, it's interesting that you do that. And I like that you do that. Cause I think that's where the brand value is for CrossFit. I think people, regardless of their age, whether they're five years old or eight years old, um, they're proud to wear their CrossFit shirt because everyone knows they're doing some hard shit. And what a cool thing to say is like, yeah, I'm doing the same programming as Nick Matthew. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and yeah, I hate that when people like just, oh, CrossFit's not for me or I have to get in shape to do CrossFit. I mean, I handle that whole side of things, talking to people when they come through the doors as well. So like, yeah, I, and then, and then when they get in, it's like, yeah, you are doing the same thing that I'm doing, but every, everything modifiable like sure if you can't do a handstand push-up we have hundreds of variations for that or whatever movement it will be and yeah so keeps the community together too when we're all doing the same thing and somebody's not off in the corner doing their own thing tell me tell me the the uh let's say rx plus is is that the one you do rx plus if they see it on the board and they want to know oh what's coach uh nick doing he's doing the rx plus uh, yeah, we do love, we have like level one, level two, level three with kind of how we're doing it. Cause a lot of people were taking like RX and scaled as either like a pass or a fail. So I wanted to try to eliminate that a little bit out of their heads. So I kind of made level two and level one or le and level three so that they can just kind of figure out where a level is versus being like, Oh, I scaled. So I failed the workout. Verbiage to manipulate their egos. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. I'm cool with it. For sure. Of course. Um, and tell me, tell me, so if you're doing, um, uh, bar muscle ups, what would, and that's level, that's the highest level. What would the next level down do? Um, they would do a less rep scheme. Usually if, if I'm doing 12 muscle ups in a workout every round, they would do more like six to eight, something like that maybe. Um, and then, and then down from there would be burpee pull-ups usually. But when mm. we get to like when we get to scale, that's kind of an asshole move, Nick. That's kind of an asshole move. They're being that that throwing that burp. Look at Susan's disagreeing with me, making yeah. him do the burpees. Kind of like, hey, fuck you. you it, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, buddy. It's like the four to one with single unders and double unders. They say it's scaled, but it's like four, four you asshole. No, so we <laughs> the burpees so we a little tough. Too. You're kind of punking them. Like, oh, okay, you don't want to learn the bar muscle up, but you make you do a burpee in there. Uh, yeah. So the so the level one we try to change the scale progression so it's not the same scaling progression when they're doing it. Yeah, yeah. So like one day, yeah, it's burpee pull-ups. Next day, maybe it's if I'm doing twelve muscle-ups. Okay, you're gonna do twelve strict pull-ups and then twelve dips or twelve push-ups. Oh, and kind of try to switch okay. that a little bit. Yeah, she's got to throw the but dips yeah, when in they now. do. They do a lot of burpees. Uh -huh. Hey, and then and then what about the guy? What about the guy who can't do anything? He comes in there, but he wants to get at it. Uh, you know, he's he's um, I don't know. Let's say she she's sixteen years old. Uh, she's in she's in you know good, she's a swimmer or something. She's in good shape, but she can't do a pull up, and it's she can't even do one pull up, and it's twelve bar muscle ups in the workout somewhere. What's she do? So we do. I mean, banded assisted pull ups 
put the band up so that they can do them and get the range of motion there. Ring rows. Yeah, there's, I mean, heck, you could even go down to if somebody's really unathletic, you can just do bent over rows or PVC lat pull down. Oh. And there's, there's endless, endless ways to scale. Do, do, you, um, do you like the banded pull-up uh, more or less than the jumping pull-up? I'm a jumping pull-up fan before bands. Yeah, I think we use the banded pull-up more often. Um, I'd say we use the banded pull-up option more often just because people feel, I mean, and this can be coaching-related or it could just be per person where they don't want to resort to jumping pull-ups. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it, it depends on the person, depends on willingness to kind of meet the intention of the workout. Because sometimes, like, if there's a set of, 15 pull-ups and somebody jumps up with the band and they just do 15 unbroken every time they miss the intention. Right. So yeah, it, it, it can depend on the person at times. I always get scared with jumping pull-ups too. When someone else is doing them, I always think they're going to, that they're going to be an idiot and hit their head on the way up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially the older people and the younger people, the people in the middle, I'm not too worried about, but like kids and old people I'm worried about they're jackasses. Yeah. They get a little wild sometimes. Yeah. What are you laughing at? Susa? What do you have them do, Susan? Do you have them do jumping or banded at your affiliate? Jumping? Uh, Allegra R., uh, what a great way to start my day. Such a humble dude. Yeah, he's too humble. I want to, he needs to say something. You going to talk any smack? Remember when Tiger Woods gave that tampon to like the, did you, did you see that? Um, I do not know what that is. He, he was, um, he was on the golf course with a guy last year and with one and he slipped a guy like a tampon like to say like you hit like a bitch and and the cameras caught it even though like he was just slipping it palm to palm yeah would you do that would you do that to anyone out there like you, you know like walk out there and right before the uh right before the event starts you know look over oh there it is look at look at bizarre moment tiger woods hands what's it say hands justin thomas a tampon i don't <laughs> think that's bizarre at all what are you talking about what a great move yeah that I mean, that adds some fun to it. That adds some excitement. Yeah. Yeah. I talk, I mean, we talk trash a lot in the gym. I don't know about in the middle of competition. Some, it depends on some, some people just, some people can get offended really easy. Yeah. You know. got any plans? Do something that you should do something to Fikowski. Yeah. You should have a plan for, yeah, right before like an event starts. Right before something. Yeah. I don't know. I'll have to come up with something. To, to, to get into his head. I'll take some ideas. Right. Um, if it is, what, what do you think you, you could dumbbell snatch, Nick? You think you could dumbbell snatch, um, uh, uh, let's say 175 or 170? You think you could dumbbell snatch 170? I don't know about one. Um, I don't, I don't know. I did a 155 with a barbell. With one hand? Yeah. Wow. The ones, the barbells that have the knurling in the center? Yeah. Yeah, I've done that. And then at um, CrossFit Mayhem, we when I did the Mayhem Classic years back, they had a 120-pound dumbbell for like 12 reps or something like that in there. So, If you could do 155 with the bar, I mean, that sounds like it would be significantly harder than a dumbbell. That one's just like balanced with the barbell up overhead. So, yeah. I don't yeah. Know. It'd, be, it'd be cool to see. I like playing with the strongman equipment. I have to get my hands on a big circus dumbbell. Someone, someone, someone told, what did someone tell me yesterday about Fikowski? Someone made it seem to me like he didn't like me. Someone said something to me. 
I was afraid to fall. I, I was talking to someone and they're like, oh, yeah, don't worry if Fikowski doesn't want to talk to you or something when you're doing the behind the scenes. I was like, wait, what? No, of course he's going to want to talk to me. What are you talking about? Yeah. Everybody's going to want to talk. So you're coming uh, to the games this year. Yeah. did see that. I'm really excited about it. Who's your coach, Nick? Uh, Matt Burke. I work with the Proven team, um, but Matt Burke is – his wife also works with the Proven team, and he's not technically a coach with Proven, but when we were down there, me and him just, like, hit it off right away. Uh, and then that kind of just started developing a relationship with us. And over the last two years, he's been my guy that comes with me to my competitions and helps me get warmed up, help me, helps me make sure my mind is right. Yeah, that's the guy. Telling me to wipe a booger off my nose right there. Oh, wow, that's a crazy booger. Yeah, dude. Hey, imagine there being so many good people in the gym that, like, you pick up someone as your coach that's not even a coach. That's how many just amazing athletes there are at Proven just standing yeah, around. For sure. How did you sign up for Proven? Tell me how that works. You go online and you just start, like, creeping for a while, and then how does that Yeah, work? I, did the, I did their TIA compete track for two years after the – I think I saw it after the 2020, the COVID games. Um and then I, I did that for about two years by myself. And then I can't exactly remember, but I got some kind of invite to come down and do their training camp. And then after I went down with the training camp, then we kind of chatted and I started chatting with Matt too. And then they told me that I was able to kind of come down, use the facility whenever and just make a trip out of it throughout the year. So I go down. I just got back from Tennessee um, two weeks ago. And I just usually go down as like a tune-up before main competitions. So you sign up just like a regular dude, throwing your credit card. You get the programming every day. You do it for two years, and then one day, and then you go to the games, and they and they. I'm assuming they make the connection at that point. Oh, that's one of the guys that does our. It wasn't even before the games. It was. Oh no! It was. Yeah, we were just. I was just putting the scores in on the online leaderboard, and then got basically an invite to come down and, and then um uh you just get an email one day saying hey nick this is uh shane uh what's up homie it wasn't Go shane i got a message from uh i think it was dwight uh-huh dwight upshaw he used to work at uh eric rose's gym oh and now he's over at proven yeah i believe so um, and is that the guy that's married to Taylor Williams? No. Is, no, that's Nick Johnston. Nick Nick Johnston. Okay. Yeah. And then are you excited when you get that? Are you like, holy shit, I've been recognized by this camp. I'm going. Oh, yeah, super pumped about that. Yeah, it was it was it was great. And they've done a lot for me. Just I mean, every year. I mean, I've been going down steadily for two years now. Um maybe even a little longer than that. And, we go down and I just get my ass kicked for a weekend with the big dogs. And then I come back up and apply kind of the things that I learn. And then we head right into the next competition. Dwight Upshaw kind of looks like a juiced up Matt O'Keefe. <laughs> Doesn't he? He looks like Matt. Who's like Matt O'Keefe. who's on the next, taking it to the next level. There you go. Yeah. Dwight's fit. Dwight's fit. So, so you go down there for that camp and you're training 
and there's some dude there named Matt Burke. He's not even on like the proven payroll and you just start talking with them. And then you're like, Hey, can we exchange phone numbers? And then he just starts critiquing videos. Like how did, how does, how does a non coach co court you into becoming your coach? I mean, we were just, I, I remember when I kind of first got the thought of it, like we were hanging, like, I mean, the whole crew was hanging out over the weekend and then, um, it was just during one of the work, it was like a long, it started with an echo bike workout and then it went into like ring muscle ups afterwards. And, um, I've been kind of picky with like how people coach me or in a sense, like I'd say cheer me on. Like when I do like quarterfinals workouts and open workouts in my affiliate, I don't like people like screaming at me or yelling, like just go faster, blah, blah, blah. I like more of like a calm approach where they're like, okay five more reps and then you're done. Then you get to move on and okay, let's just get into a nice pace here. And that's kind of how Matt kind of came at me throughout that workout there. And he was like giving me just like smooth tips. He was like, okay, you don't need your legs after this. So burn them up a little bit on the bike. And then we get to go do muscle ups. And it was like really calm and really appealing for me right off the bat. And um, yeah, we just hit it off really well as friends. And then we stay in contact and we, would always watch each other. Uh, I would watch his wife and his wife would watch me on the compete track as well. Um, so we'd see each other's scores and we'd be relatively close. So it was just, it was just a good pairing just in general. When he was, when he was there, what was he doing there? He, so he kind of would just kind of, his Is approach his... was just to be there if needed to like help coach other people or just so he was, he would so he was friends with Tia or Shane or he were, or, or um, this Nick guy. I'm, I'm just trying to figure out what he's doing there. If he's not a games athlete or a coach. So his wife trains with the crew. Oh, okay. Okay. Nick, okay. Yep. His wife okay. trains with, with them every day. They moved from um, Hattiesburg to there to go train. Uh, he and Shane. Robbie Meyer, Sevy, can you ask Nick more about his personal life? No. What's his journey? I had him on. I had Nick on before. We got we got into it with that stuff. A whole a whole ninety minutes, Robbie. I appreciate it. I wish I could give you your money back. It's a great question. Yeah. Well, we we got into it. Um, I could ask him about this though. You got your daughter. We went to kindergarten. Yeah. Yep. Kindergarten this year. And two uh, months. She's she, the first grade. She and this year, so she finished kindergarten. She did her whole year of kindergarten. Yep. How was that? It was, I mean, it was great. Yeah, she loved it. She absolutely loved it. What changes? Did you, person. She is. What changes did you see with her when she went to school? Did you see any like huge leaps and bounds? Like, holy shit, she's learning a lot of shit. Um, like, did she lose any of her innocence or naiveness to the world? Or? Just, I mean, just she's she she's a little wild. She's a lot sad for sure. And I don't know, I just, like, every day, like, every, I'll just be sitting here and I'll look at her and I'll be like, geez, you're just getting so big so fast. Yeah. Um, yeah, first day, bus stop. Like, she probably learned a lot. And look, those kids are old. Those aren't kindergartners she's going there with, right? So she's learning some sophisticated shit. Like, those kids play video games and stuff already. Those kids, like, know how to, like, make eggs for and sure. shit. Yeah, I think that, <laughs> I think that's You know what, what I mean? Yeah, the whole school. I think uh, so. It's the whole school. Ramsey Elementary is what it's called, and um, they got kindergarten through fifth grade all in the same school. 
Hey, um, it's weird, right? Like one day, like you're pouring your kid milk and then all of a sudden one day, like you're, you're just in there, like taking the trash out and you see like they're pouring their own milk and getting shit out of the fridge and sliding the stool over. And you're like, what the hell is going on here? Yep. That's exactly what like happens in the morning now. Yep. It's like, wow, there's someone else who can like open drawers and shit. <laughs> yep. For sure. Turn the TV on, do it. Just do their own, open the garage and go bike yeah. outside and yep. Don't need me anymore. They're like, I'm going to watch my kid yesterday's like, hey, can I watch something? And I'm thinking to myself, he's six. And I'm thinking, oh, this should be interesting. I'm like, yeah, sure. Go ahead. What are you going to watch? He's like, some skateboarding videos. I'm like, okay. And I see him turn the TV on and go to Apple TV and go to YouTube and watch skateboarding videos. I'm like, how the fuck does this kid know this? Yep. Yep. She'll be watching. She really enjoys diving, the Olympic divers and the Olympic gymnasts. (laughs) She does enjoy that? Yeah. So I'll see that on her iPad all the time on YouTube Kids. Yeah, that's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Much better um, than some you, stuff TV nowadays. Um, when you when you look at this field of uh, uh, guys coming in, um, do you look at them closely? Like you look at this guy uh, Yella, and he won, wins three events at the uh, European um, semifinal. Are you like, what the hell is this? I didn't see that. No, what's his no, name? Okay, good. Uh, what is that guy's name? No. Yell, yell, yeah, I call him Jelly, but his name is J E L L E, but he's pronounced Yella, Yella Hosty. Yeah, I, I don't think I've seen him. No, he he's a giant dude, or uh, or, or the size of the guys. Pardon me. I've seen uh the size of the guys. I've seen Jake Douglas. Yeah, right. He's big. Dude. Th- this guy's this guy's bigger than Fakowski, I think. They were saying this guy's taller than Fakowski. Oh, really? Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I haven't I haven't kind of I watched the East semifinal and I watched the West and didn't watch any of the other ones. I just kind of looked to see who the winners and stuff were, but um you you did a you did a uh, podcast. So he's taller with, and bigger than Fikowski? Yeah, that's what I hear. That's what he says. That's what he was claiming in the um in the interview I did with him. And he won three events. Yeah, that's interesting. It yeah. kind of reminds me of like Gee's kind of splash onto the scene. Yeah. Well, so yeah, then I guess like what kind of events does he win? Like, does he win this the the tall person events or does he win everything? Running? I think the, I think there he I, yeah, I think he's a deer. I think he's a gazelle. I think the dude can run. I think when he saw the five K he was like salivating. <laughs> yeah. Uh Heidi Kroon, the delay the is not ideal. Say it again, Nick. You said the pod you said you said you were saying something about a podcast that I was on? Oh, yeah, yeah. This podcast that you were on, Relentless Method, you said something that kind of tickled me. I, I, I was really appreciative of, appreciative of it. Basically said in the morning when you wake up, you're, you're stiff as a board. Like you can barely do an air squat. And yet, you know, put a cup of coffee and you warm yourself up and you're, and you're squatting 500 pounds. Yeah, um, I, got, I got aches and pains every single day. I got things that I'm dealing with, with like my knee and my hip and my elbows. And Yeah, and the, the morning's not the most fun. But once you get moving throughout the day, everything gets better. 
does anyone ever say to you, Hey, I can help you fix that? Um, no, I, I do. I have a chiropractor that I go to throughout the week. Um, I saw Instagram too. He's a really fit guy just outside of semifinals this last year, but, uh, I go see him and then I get some body work done probably a few times a year, but I don't really get anything too consistent or anything like that, which would probably help a little bit, but I feel like if I can function and I'm moving fine and when I start training, training going is going good. I'm, I'm content. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm significantly older than you, but I'm very similar. I wake up in the morning, I can barely touch my knees, but an hour later I can t put my hands all the way to the ground. Yeah, and, but but I wake up like a fucking board. Like like when I pee, I lean against the wall. Like I just lean <laughs> over to change the trajectory of my penis. <laughs> For yeah. sure, I can relate. I can relate. God, that makes me feel so good. Misery loves company. Yeah. Uh, when when do you head out to Mad Madison? Leaving uh, on Monday, so about six days we'll be heading out Monday morning. Because okay. then there's the the tech in throughout the middle of the day and then the athlete dinner and all that stuff. You don't think that's cutting it too close? Like maybe you should go the day before? Not necessarily. I mean, there's not really anything I got to get used to. I'm, I mean, it's only five hours away. The weather's the same. Yeah. It's just a quick little drive. I mean, even, even a five hour drive isn't too bad to be sitting that long or anything like that either. What, what time will you leave? We'll be getting up at about 7 a.m., 6 a.m. Well, I'll get up at probably about 6 a.m. and get there by noon. So you'll drive straight there. You won't even go to your hotel. Just go straight to the venue and do your athlete check-in. Probably, yep. God, I love how casual you are. I'd be I'd be there like two days or three days early, just a stressed-out mess. <laughs> no, not too, not too worried about anything. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty low-maintenance just in general. Yeah, that's good. All right, dude. Well, good talking to you. I can't wait to see you. Is 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 your is Matt Burke gonna have your coaches pass behind behind the? Uh... Yes, he will. Yep, he's there all weekend with me. Awesome. Well, hey, I can't wait to meet you in person. And thanks for doing this uh, so early in the morning. No, no problem. Thank you so much. All right, talk to you soon. Yep. Bye. Bye. Let's do that. Let's just schedule. Let's just have everyone have a delay. That's so fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you worked with it well hey did you see he put his phone on landscape without having to be asked because he read the he read the prompts oh he's like the only one who reads them yeah everybody else you tell every single person to put it on landscape mode every single person for the last seven months wow maybe even longer it's a copy uh, script so they all get the same thing Jan Clark Nick looks like he could be your child <laughs> Hey, I think um, um, it's just uh, I think I think the delay is just my karma. So many people were like, "Hey, you interrupt people," and like you just can't um, you can't interrupt when there's a delay, or you shouldn't. Yeah. Oh, apparently not, James. He didn't get the copy paste script. Um. I, uh, he's a regular doesn't count. So I, I saw someone in the chat, uh, Mariah Moore, the, she, the, I think she's worked on more of the, uh, games docs than anyone alive. Mm -hmm. She did the one last year all by herself, basically. 
filmed it, edited it. Kind of a, a remarkable uh, filmmaker and human being. Uh, she will be helping me with behind the scenes. She'll be have the exact same access that I have, I think, if everything goes awesome. according. Yeah, if everything goes according to plan. Yeah. Miss Kerstetter. Hey. Hi. Olivia, hi. Can you be a favor? Can you rotate your phone to landscape mode? Uh oh, another delay. Oh, perfect. Oh, yes. Beautiful. That's it. Thank you so much. I feel guilty as a um, filmmaker because I, I do everything. I film everything like this now. Do you film everything like this too? Like it's going for on your phone, Olivia? Yeah. I yeah, feel me like too, but it's so. Uh, I'm going to go outside and um, hang myself. Um, Susie, you, this show, the rest of the show is yours. Um, uh, because I, I'm, I'm trained to film like this, like a movie theater. But now I always film like this. I feel guilty. Like I'm doing something really naughty. I don't know. I probably never have filmed sideways. Yeah, you don't feel, yeah. You would feel, you would be the opposite. You would feel guilty like this. Like what a waste. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know when you watch old movies and, and they, or you watch movies and they show footage like from when people are little kids? Olivia? Hi. Sorry, uh, you're glitching. What did you say? Yeah, you know when you watch uh, um, old movies and people um, and, and you see old footage of someone like you'll see footage from like Michael when Michael Jordan was a kid or something or I don't know, some some athlete and they'll show you some historical yeah. footage. And it's always like this. But your generation, when you go to the, when you watch documentaries, all the footage is going to be like this and it's going to fit in the screen weird because everyone changed the way they film. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Hey, I wonder Maybe if there's figure a figure out how to like merge them. Yeah, I like that. Merge them. I wonder if eventually um, there's going to be a generation where we go. To, there's going to be a movie theater, and you can choose. Do you want to watch the movie like this? They're going to be really long, skinny movie theaters where you watch the movie like this instead of like this. <laughs> yeah, that would be weird, though. I would very. Want to. Very, but I'm up for it. I'm game. Hey, uh, do, would you like to go? What generation are you? Like, do you have a generation name? Like, are you a gen something? I think I'm Z. Okay. Uh, would you gen like to go Z. see a uh, a boomers movie or a Gen Z movie? And then, and like, theaters are different size, narrow or wide. Yeah. <laughs> uh, between nine and twenty four years old is Gen Z. 40, there's 48 okay, million that's of That's me then. 48 million. Dang. I don't even know if that was right. I wasn't reading complete sentences. I also saw 68 million. I don't know which one was which. What was the 68 million? Okay, enough of this I nonsense. don't know. Let's get to what everyone wants <laughs> I to I didn't know. read it. Why not go to the kids division and just put a whooping on those girls so they can remember you for the rest of their lives and be terrified to come see you in the future why go to the um big girls club i mean partly because like everyone else did like all the other teenagers did 
but also I just want experience and a harder challenge and to get better and I'm not going to do that just um, like winning the team division again. Excuse me. Uh, uh, there's a comment down here. Um, Savon doesn't know how to relate to her. <laughs> so he's talking to her like she's five. Oh, man. Comments are tough, aren't they? Uh, no, I'm <laughs> thinking that maybe her parents are listening and I should try not to swear. And so I'm like super on guard not to do potty mouth. But thank you for noticing that I'm awkward like a duck. Thank you. Douche. Uh, who, who else, who else, um, didn't go, who else went adult instead of staying in the kitty lane? Like, I just mean, um, like Emma Lawson, Emma Carey, Mal, they did the oh, same shit. thing, like didn't do their last year. So historically some of the greats. I guess so. And uh, and how was sem how was semifinals? Did you feel did you feel at home there on the floor? You feel comfortable? Yeah, I felt a lot more comfortable than like Wadapalooza or Rogue, which were like my first two elite competitions. So I'm really glad that I did those because it made me feel a lot more comfortable and like I belonged at semis, so I didn't freak out. Um. That's right. Rogue was sort of your 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 coming out party. That was like the first time you were on the floor with the with the old ladies. Yep. T tell me about that, Olivia. Is it uh, how old are you again? You're seventeen. Mm hmm. Is it is it weird? Is it like you look at them and like they're adults? You're like you're like whoa! I'm out here with like adults. Wait, what did you say? Is it is it weird being on the floor with them? Like you're out there with adults, you're like, "Whoa, this is weird. I'm out here with adults." Like there's no kid, like there's At where first the kids? it was, yeah. At first, yeah. And then you just got used to it? Yeah, I guess that's why I did two competitions before, like one that mattered so that I didn't freak out and not so that i was used to it basically but yeah it was weird you look so you look so confident rogue did you have any freak out there did, did you you know like um did you any part of you during event one you're like as you walk out there you're like oh shit i could make a run for the parking lot right now was there any of that <laughs> i like mean i don't mean freak out like that i just mean like i was definitely nervous and just intimidated like I almost didn't want to beat them because I like looked up to them for so long and I was like cheering for them, you know, but I had to learn to let that go and get competitive again. Wow. That's yeah, awesome. probably on that last workout. That's when I learned that. Wow. That's amazing. It's so kind of like, um, I knew this guy, he was the greatest arm wrestler who ever lived, but he couldn't beat his dad for the longest time. And like, he had like this mental block, like that he just couldn't beat his dad. He didn't want to beat his dad. So it's kind of like that you're out there and they're your heroes, but it's time to put an ass whooping on them. Yeah, definitely had to find 
that like switch to flip. Did um did did someone help you with that? Um, I don't think so. I think it just came naturally like after a while I was like, okay, it's cool that I'm out here with them, but you don't want to just be out here with them. You want to beat them. So, I figured it out. And and when and did you like it? When you figured it out, did you like it? We like, yeah, this feels good. I mean, yeah, it felt good, but it's definitely hard. But yeah. Um. Uh. When when you say it's hard, what do you mean? What do you mean by that? What's hard about it? Well, just compared to the teenage division, like mm. kind of being used to winning a lot of things or being in the top, it's hard to be like, oh, I got 10th, that's good. Like, it's hard to be happy with that, but sometimes, like, 10th out of, like, the world is good. So, I don't know. It was just hard to uh, switch from, like, 10th being terrible in the teen division to uh, 10th is, that's good. <laughs> oh, right, like that. How, how about when, how about when you when you beat some of the um... – uh, people you look up to do you ever do you feel bad or not feel bad but is, is there some mourning like like there's like a little death like oh i guess i don't look up to that person anymore. <laughs> i mean i don't think so like i don't feel bad i just am like one of them now i guess um so you go to rogue and you have that you know that like Okay, I'm kind of I'm I'm the new I'm the new kid here, and like there's a lot of old people here. Where's the other kids? Um, and and then but then you go to Wadapalooza. Is that gone by then? When you get there and you take the floor, you're like, "Yep, I'm home." Or is it, you got to like work through some of those nerves again? Uh, I think I had to work through it again a little bit, but um, like at Rogue, I probably didn't work through it until like the last event. But it took like less at Wadapalooza. For me to get back into, like, I want to beat them, not just be here next to them. I, I wish I knew what that felt like. What distinguishes that um, inside of you between just wanting to be there with them and wanting to beat them? What? what what does that What does that look like for those of us who can't understand? You 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 just push harder, or you won't watch them. Or honestly, I don't know. Like it's hard to describe because I don't really feel it either. It just is something that like happens, and um, I don't know. I think that's why it took time to get used to because I couldn't just like tell myself like, well, I mean, I kind of could tell myself just go faster or like you can beat them, but it kind of just happened. I don't know. You ever get runners high out there? You ever are in competitions and you're and you're out there working out and you're like, holy shit, like I should be really tired and exhausted right now and I'm not. I could go forever. I'm just destroying this. Like you're kind of like having an out-of-body experience. You ever have that? Yeah, definitely. The crowd and the adrenaline can get you through anything. So I definitely felt that. <laughs> yeah, man. You're you're doing some cool stuff. And and you don't. You, I get what's another interesting thing is is your only peers are your also your competitors. 
right? Meaning you're not going to walk into just some random affiliate and there's uh, another 17-year-old a boy or girl competing at your level. There's no other men or women doing that. I mean, unless they're already there. So they're your competitors and your your and your peers. Do you have any friend? Do you have any friends who are um, competitors? Um, I mean, I'm friends with like Mal and Haley and them, but I, I mean, just like CrossFit friends. I don't know because we were late because we're teenagers. But, yeah. How about any of the girls who are still in the team division? Are you friends with them? Do you train with any other high-level teams? Mm, I've never trained with any of them. But, yeah, I'm I'm pretty close with them. Like, we'll, um, me- like, message back and forth sometimes. But I'm excited to watch them this year. You are excited to watch them? Mm-hmm. Hey, they're watching you too, you know. They're they're definitely watching you and because you're kind of plowing the way for them, right? You stepped off into the unknown and they're definitely watching you too. They 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 must be tripping. They're like, "Wow, we we worked out with that girl." <laughs> Probably. You're like you're like letting them know it's possible. How's your dad? Is he is he is he Yeah. Is he, is, is he keeping his, his his sanity? It must be intense for him watching his daughter do what you do. I mean, yeah, I think so. He actually, like, at semis, he would tell me that his workout or his watch would always say that he's, like, working out during my events because his heart rate was so high or whatever. But, yeah. They're doing, my family's doing good. I'm probably stressing them out more than they'd like, but I love it. <laughs> Your dad's watch when he watches you, it's like he's working out. Hey man, <laughs> just remember when you have kids, uh, how uncomfortable it's gonna make you feel when your kid jerks two hundred pounds off the ground and holds it over their head. Oh, well, no one wants to see their kid do that. I mean you do, but you don't. Yeah, and- I bet. Uh, did, 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 do your parents still treat you like a little kid sometimes? Like your dad come in, like bring you a glass. Of, or do you still live at home, Olivia? Yeah. Your dad ever bring you a glass of water? But like, I ever, don't know oh. if they. Um, I mean, if I ask, I'm sure they would. But like you climb into bed, and you'd be like, "Dad, can you bring me like water?" Like my kids do. You still oh, do some yeah. of that? Yeah. Yeah, he would definitely bring me water. <laughs> Top 40 fittest woman in the world yells at her dad to bring her water in bed. <laughs> God, your dad's lucky. He loves it. He's so Oh, lucky. yeah. He loves well, it. When are you going to move out? Do you have any plans for that or, or no? Stay just You're just chilling. You guys, you're doing oh, the well, fittest I'm woman in the world in high stuff. school. So oh, my God. I'll move out after high school. Oh, my God. Why? Why? Don't, don't. I mean, (laughs) don't do it. Hey, you can start putting, making crazy demands. Parents are so, they're not going to want you to leave. So this is what you do. Let me give you a little advice. You want to add on with your own entrance. So have them them do an add on to your house with your own entrance. And um, you want a gas card. You know what I mean? Like a credit card that you'll just use for gas. 
and then just save all your money. Yeah, totally milk your parents. <laughs> they do I don't not know how long I can I can probably get away with that until like thirty after college. Thirty, you make it. Trust me, your mom and dad want to see keep you <laughs> around. They don't want. They want to keep watching front row ticket to the Olivia Kirschbetter <laughs> show. I'm telling you, parents are soft, especially your dad. I seen the way he is around you. He loves <laughs> you too much. Hey, what what about uh what about this post you made that uh when you won the um, semifinals and Tulsi Gabbard commented? Who? Oh shit. Oh my god. Wow. You you really what? are cooler than I thought. Do you know who, you do you know who Tulsi Gabbard is? That the she ran for president last year. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Of the United States. She's amazing. This woman is amazing. Oh. You didn't notice then, that? No, I didn't know. Susa's dying back there. Susa is cracking up. <laughs> yeah, this is this is like uh this is as classy as, as a human being gets. This is an incredible, incredible uh human being, this Tulsi Gabbard lady. Dang, yeah, that's I, I, cool. And you never noticed that before? No. Hopefully yeah, I lady, liked it or something. This lady might be president someday. Like, she's a legitimate contender to be president of the United States of America. I mean, she is an incredible human being. This is great. Wow. Hey, you should reach out to her and invite her to work out. She gets at it. She works out. She gets at it. Really? Yeah. I guess I should. Yeah. Didn't know. Yeah, invite her to the games. Yeah, reach out to her. Wow, I'm glad. Wow, that's crazy. I thought you were going to say something to me. No, it's like, like she's my aunt or something. <laughs> oh, no. Wow, that is fantastic. Uh, Jessica Valenzuela, uh, Olivia is not even old enough to vote. Of course, she doesn't know who she is. Okay, fine. All right. Fine. Yeah, I'm not I'm not Valid. dogging her for it. I kind of think it's cool that you don't know who she is. Just minding your own business. It's getting strong. Hey, uh, what's the um, – um, I had um, – who, who was on who uh, – who was on yesterday? Who said she's been running? Oh, Paige. Pa we had Paige Powers on yesterday. She said she's been running, I think, three days a week. She says she's, you know, when you train that hard and something that you weren't necessarily good at, you're kind of excited to, like, showcase that. Like, get some opportunities to perform. She was excited at semifinals that there were three runs. Is there anything you've been working on that you're like, okay, you're excited to showcase or you're excited or that you were excited to um, uh, take out onto the field of play at semifinals? Um, at semifinals, um, probably just my, like, gymnastic skills. Like, I think one of my proudest moments was event six with the seated legs rope climbs and pirouettes and all that gymnastics stuff. I feel like before I would have been really bad at that. And I think I got, like, 12th or 14th or something in it. So that was probably one of the biggest things for me. But also my running, um, even though I don't know if I'd consider some of the workouts with running a running workout, I think they um, showed some of my improvement in that. And I'm excited to show more of that at the games. Do you like running? No, not really. <laughs> could could you ever... Better. 
could you can like a little more oh that's cool that's what i was gonna ask you i wonder if you could convince yourself i don't like running either um but i wonder if you could convince yourself to like it No, yeah, I think as I get better at it, I start to like it more and more. Like it's getting better. Hey, Jake, Jake Chapman just said, uh, oh, my God, I just had this horrible thought. What if she doesn't know who Arnold is? Um, do you know who Arnold Schwarzenegger is? Is that the, like, strong man? Yeah. Um, okay, then I kind yes. of do, yeah. Yes. He has a famous If it's line related where... to CrossFit or working out, I probably know. Hey, um, uh, where where were you? God, it, this is this is amazing. Where were you born? What 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 um uh planet were you? I mean, uh, country were you? Uh, state were you born? Kansas. Kansas, yes. What? I mean, it's just it's like perfect, Kansas. It's like it's like just Kansas. I am freaking out. Someone said he's freaking out. Yeah. I mean, Kansas is just so, uh, when I think, yeah, it's there. It's, it's in the middle. It's like a fictitious place for uh, for 99% of the people who live in the United States. There it is, ladies and gentlemen, Kansas. And what Right city do you in live the middle. in? You're right in the middle. What city is that? Oh, no, no. I live in like Kansas City. Oh, We're so like you're in 30 the big minutes city. from there. Yeah. So I'm like right on the border of like, I'm like 30 minutes to Missouri. Yeah. You're, There's um, a Kansas City, Missouri, and a Kansas City, Kansas, but. Yeah, what a mess. Is, is, isn't isn't there another place like that too? God, what a mess. And they're right next to each other, right? They're right. Yeah. What a mess. Why would they do that? I don't know. Susa, could you pull up the clip of Arnold saying, get to the chopper? And, 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 and let's see if uh, Olivia is um, familiar with it. How, um, and, and you're born and raised there. Kansas is, you're born and raised. Yeah. And is your dad from Kansas too? No, both of my parents are from Iowa. Oh, another. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> state filled with uh, farmland and insects wow no Tulsi Gabner no Arnold Schwarzenegger hey um, I I've never seen what uh, you were when you guys have short bars out there I've never messed with a short bar is it a significant difference for you I saw I was looking at this clip of you here with the short bar and the commentators are always like oh it's the short bar you don't get the bend or the, the snap or the whatever what, what do you what, Do you have any feelings about the short bar? You ever train with the short bar? No, I don't have one to train with, which I probably do need to get one. But whenever I'm on the competition floor, I don't really notice a difference. I think maybe just because of the, like, adrenaline, I don't notice. But I think it does make a difference with heavy weights. But light stuff like that, I don't think it makes that much of a difference. But I also... don't train with it so i think i might have just not noticed it because of the adrenaline hey how about that bench press how did that feel that was hard that was the hardest part of the whole workout i was like if i can get through these i'm good
Yeah, 60 pound dumbbells are no joke. Yeah. Um, uh, are, are you still training with Jacob? Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll get to that in a second. Okay, look at this. This is I think this is from is this from Predator? The movie Predator? This is a, a, a I don't know how old this movie is. That's a 200 years old. Okay. Action. Oh boy. Do you know that line? Mm-mm. No. Get to the chopper? No? Right when you said this is like 200 years old, I was like, I'm not going to know this. Get to the chopper. Could you say that for me? Get to the chopper? Get to the chopper? Yeah, that's good. Get to the chopper. It's like a famous line in this movie. What is that? Like a... What's a chopper? Uh, uh, helicopter. Uh, it's like it's like fancy military talk. It's like you're too cool to say get to the helicopter. Um, you say get to yeah, the chopper. Get to the chopper. <laughs> oh yeah, it's pronounced like this. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. C h o p p a chopper. That's Olivia. like. I feel like that's like a rapper nowadays. Yeah. I think that's right too. Hey, I can't wait till you um, uh, see this interview in 20 years. Yeah, probably. You're going to love it. You're going to be like, that's amazing. The thing is, is someone in the comments said, I think that's the youngest person Sevon's interviewed, but I'm not sure if it is, but I just don't know a lot of 17 year olds. I'm, I'm like I think you might be the only seventeen-year-old uh, uh, I know. Hey, so b- back to Jacob. So what's up with Jacob? I don't see him in your Instagram anymore. You guys have a falling out. He, you told him like his breast stinks. Beat it. No, we're good. Like I was just at his house last night. Um, I just spent most of the summer in Nashville, training with the Proven crew, and so I just wasn't home very much. But when I was, we still trained together. Um. So you were training over there with Tia. Yeah. Did you get any baby fever? You didn't get any baby fever, did you? You don't want a baby, do you? You're too young. <laughs> I know you're. From I don't Kansas. want a baby, but okay, good. All right. Those, Tia is so cute. Yeah, you get a bunch of women together and a baby, and next thing you know, your whole CrossFit career will be derailed. Uh, uh, pool boy. Uh, does she know what a blockbuster is? No, you don't even know what a blockbuster is. You don't know what blockbuster. Uh. Oh, a blockbuster like a blockbuster movie or like a blockbuster like the um, chain? You know what a blockbuster uh, store is, Olivia? Mm-mm. They, um, they used to have, they used to be these stores, they were everywhere and you go in them and then you rent movies. So like that was the only way you could watch a movie on your TV. You had to get in your car and drive to this place. Like a red box? Is yeah. That is, that like- a, is that like a vending machine? Yeah. Yeah, it's like that, but you just go in and and you spend hours looking for a movie that you never that you aren't really happy with when you actually pick it out and go. Home. <laughs> <laughs> you Sounds remember that? Fun. God, it was a miserable experience. Hey, <laughs> so so tell me more about Jay. So tell me, let's talk about Proven for a second. So, where do you live when you're there? I live um, at Brooke and Sydney's house with them. No shit, you're having some crazy experiences. <laughs> You lived at Brooke Wells' house? Yeah. 
Did you learn some pretty crazy stuff? Those, those are like older women. I mean, I don't know. And, Not really. And really? You didn't learn like – you don't hear them talking on the phone or like stuff that they're going through with their life or like with agents or their boyfriends or like – aches and pains in their bodies you weren't it wasn't like wow this this is um i mean you really got um uh, uh what's that called Sub submersed yes you really submersed yourself in, and they're crossfit elite also you have sydney wells who made it to the games this year brooke, brooke wells is like you know as good as they get what i mean you yeah, really were immersed cool. submersed immersed you really immersed yourself in it yeah, I mean, we're like friends, so it wasn't like, oh, I learned this stuff. Like, I don't know. We talk. You didn't call her Aunt Brooke? No. Auntie. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then and then, so you would go there and train, and, and you're just training around all the best CrossFit athletes in the world. I mean, it's whether, how long were you there? Um, I went for two weeks and then I came home for like a week and then I went for two weeks again and I just got home yesterday. So I was there for like a month. All right. So stuff must be really good with Jacob. You just got home yesterday and you, and you skedaddled to his house to go see him. Yeah. It was like rest day too. And I just went to his house cause I missed them. Yeah, that's cool. Man, it sounds like you're living a good life. It's pretty good. Any sign of any sign of any burnout? Any like, ah, oh, maybe I'm not going to do this CrossFit stuff. Mm -mm. I feel like this summer actually went by so fast. Like, usually training during the summer is like the hardest part, and obviously, and it like goes by so slow and you just like want it to be the games already but i'm like how is it the games already went by really fast which i feel like shows that it was fun so i'm good yeah that's a good sign um what will um what will the move to the games uh, be like do you go by plane or by car and and when do you go i'm driving on saturday and, and will your dad drive you yeah. <laughs> and, and and just the two of you or, or more more than just the two of you? Um my mom, me and my dad are driving up Saturday and then my two sisters are coming later because they don't want to be there for like two weeks for nothing and I don't compete till Thursday. You do you stay in a in a hotel near the venue? Yeah. And do you have your own room or do you have two joint rooms that are connected with your parents? I was actually just talking to my mom about this because um, we only have one room. And so I was like, oh, gosh, like this is going to like we've always had one room and it's been fine. But I was like, oh, now that I'm in the elite division, I need a separate room so that I can like get my sleep and stuff. But. She was like, I booked this before I even knew you qualified in the teenage division. So you can't blame me for only getting one room. Yes. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yes, <laughs> you can. Yes, you can.
Hey, will, um, will I, I was talking to um, I don't remember who I was talking about this, but will your do your parents treat you differently during the games week? Like they know, like th- to not do stuff like um, you're it's 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 at night. You just got back to your hotel room. You're laying in bed. You're getting ready to go to sleep, and she's like, your mom won't run over to you and be like, say hi to your grandmother and hand you the phone, and you'll be like, dude. <laughs> oh yeah, they definitely. Don't mess with me <laughs> during oh, competitions. Okay, okay. okay. All right. Good. Yeah, they're they, pretty they good about it, though. Yeah. Like, like your dad won't use your towel in, in the bathroom. No. Like, this isn't like they, some yeah. family vacation. You're like, Dad, you use my towel. Like, he knows. Like, everyone tread lightly. Like, I have a – I'll bring food, and they, like, will be so, like, timid to ask, can I eat this? And it's, no, like, they should apple be. or yeah. something. I'm yeah, like, they should be. Yeah, they definitely are. It's probably scared of me during competition. I'm loving your mom and dad right now. Yeah, they should be. <laughs> Dude, you're a Formula One race car. You're about to get out on the field. You need to be very delicate tiptoe. Yeah. Man, and you know what's crazy for your parents? They know that this is the last year they get to stay in a room with you. Probably, yeah. yeah they're they're they devastated. They enjoy it. Yeah, they'll push it down and hide it, but they're devastated. <laughs> they're devastated. Crazy. They can't even believe Olivia Kerstetter is their daughter. I have to pinch themselves. All right, so you go there, and then what do you do afterwards? Do you have something set up, something fun? Um, I mean, not really. I wish I could go on, like, a trip or something, but I start school, like, a week after the games, so can't really do anything god it sucks to be i mean oh cool that sounds fun your senior year <laughs> yeah hey you're gonna come home you can't wait till the games are over because you're gonna make an extra hundred dollars because you get to babysit jacob hebner's corkies he's gonna pay you a hundred bucks you can't wait right that's what i heard mm, yeah sure <laughs> <laughs> you knew i was making fun of you no i oh. i don't know oh Hey, do you have a job? Do you have a job? Do you work at like? Do you, do you, do you have a job? Mm-mm. I don't got time for that. <laughs> uh, do you, have you ever had a job? No. Um, did have you ever babysat? Yeah, I've babysat. If if that counts as a job. Yeah, 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 for sure. What did you babysit? Like kids. How how old? Um, I don't know, maybe four or five and like seven. Sorry, I I apologize. One second. Uh, uh, Sevon, you asked the creepiest questions. Do you share a towel with your dad? Listen, (laughs) sorry, you should plug your ears for this part, Olivia. Listen, asshole, just because you had some fucked up family growing up and you didn't have a fucking fun relationship with your family doesn't mean it's creepy. Beat it. Put them on. Someone sent them to do burpees. People don't understand family. I apologize. There's a lot of dysfunctional people out there. This is, uh, yeah, babysitting counts. Babysitting counts. I think babysitting totally counts. Did you enjoy that? I mean, yeah. I feel like for a while it was fun for me too to like play with the kids and also get paid for it. But yeah, I like that too. I don't get paid for it. <laughs> Um, and, and who gets your coach's pass when you're at the games? 
Shane. Oh, no, Shane Orr. Yeah. And and he'll be he'll be in your ear like you'll have his eyeballs on you at the games. <laughs> yeah. You like that? Yeah. I mean, he's the best. There yeah, is, he so. is the best. Yeah. Wow, how intense. Was, we were joking that, like, he was like, I have a pretty good reputation. I'm six for six or something. <laughs> and I was like, oh, gosh. <laughs> no pressure. Yeah. Oh, crazy. Well, hey, uh, I appreciate you coming on. You are uh, one cool human. Uh, it's cool getting to see, talk to you, and um, and 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 watch your journey. Every time you come on, I, I, I feel a little uh, happier, younger. Like I like maybe some of my wrinkles went away. You're you're you have such a cool vibe, to you, Olivia. Thanks. And uh, and and we'll see you at the CrossFit Games. Congratulations! You're you're an inspiration to us all, ma'am. Yeah, we'll see you there. Thank all you. Right. All right. Ciao. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Good job. Thank you. Killed it. Thank you. She's very sweet. Are you just taking a moment right now? Just a little, little time. There's funny, there could be someone I really like in the comments and they could say something and it just sets me back like 10 years, like on, on me liking them. Like just, I just want them to like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, you overstepped the boundary. You overstepped your boundary. There it is. Matt, now I hate you. Um, Why you got to make it weird, Barry? Why you got to make it weird? <laughs> I don't know if I called her dear. Did I say see you later, dear? Sevon, Sevi, do, do you call her dear? I don't know if I... Did I say see you at the games, dear? I don't, I don't think you did. No. I, I like when you said she's going to watch the interview in 20 years and you're going to get a kick out of it. Uh, will you share a towel with me? Sure. I'll share a towel with you. <laughs> Dude, how great was it? She didn't even know who Tulsi Gabbard was. Amazing. Yeah, that was awesome. Oh, maybe I said ma'am. We'll see you at the games, ma'am. That's possible. I use ma'am. That's about right. Oh, I called her Han. We'll see you at the games, Han. That's, that sounds like something I'd say. <laughs> What's going on there? Do you want to do you want to talk about it? No. Okay. I did. I I like her a lot. She's she's dope. I like uh, her a lot too. Yeah, I really liked her. I um I like Nick. I like Nick Matthew too. Sucked that the connection was like that, but I liked him more this time than last time. Nick. Yeah. Yeah. Both those connections were the delay makes it really rough. 
Yeah, the delay does make it. And how's it going to be talking to uh, Kaike Cerveni from fucking Africa or wherever wherever he lives? Honestly, probably great. It'll probably be the best Wi-Fi. He'll <laughs> <laughs> just be walking around somewhere and Wi-Fi will be perfect where he's at. Uh, she she uh, she broke uh, she broke Sevon uh, Sevon needs a cold beer. Um, uh, it was like uh, pulling teeth. Uh, time for a group hug. Uh, she's just drunk. Can't blame her. I I, I enjoyed her. I, I I I was fine with it. I didn't mind. Yeah, that's like I was, I was totally fine with her. She was great. Yeah. I think it I think it would have been a little bit different had that connection been smoother too. I think she would have settled in a little bit more and you would have found a flow. Yeah. But I, I but I enjoyed her. I didn't I, I'm not I'm I enjoyed her. I enjoyed both of them. It just yeah. it, they're not just ideal podcasts. I mean obviously they're because of the delay, but but I enjoyed both right. of them. Right. I'm not Deja and Tendu. I'm back after a long trip. Happy to see live again. Wish I caught some from last week live. Back with a new pick, though. Yeah, that's nice. Back from a long trip. Stealing cars in Texas and driving them down to Belize. I mean, what like, what do you mean, <laughs> long trip? Hey, do you have a favorite interview thus far? I enjoyed uh, Mono Anganese. I enjoyed uh, uh, Michelle Bassnett yesterday. Even yesterday, who was the second guy we had on? Oh, Jake Douglas. Uh, Jake Douglas. Yesterday, it was in weird form, like someone gave me mushrooms or something. I know. I was cracking up on that in the first show for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah, uh, Judy Reed. This is honestly, she seems like an inc- such an incredible teen. Her parents must be over the moon proud. Yeah. Yeah. There's this weird thing. I can't explain it, but Judy, I think, senses it. When you talk to someone like that who's so young and you have kids, like I have these feelings that like I would have never had if I wasn't a parent. Like I just start empathizing, not with her, but with her parents. I start tripping on how like giddy her parents. I mean, her parents are just over the moon. Yeah, they got to be stoked. Yeah, she's like. And she sounds like she has a great head on her shoulders and. What? Yeah, not yeah. That's what. Yeah, not just because she's so successful, but she's clean and pure, and like you did your job. You got her to like. She's fully capable, and mm-hmm. yeah, she's she's dude. That yeah, she's gonna go through some shit in the next ten years. She's gonna it's she's gonna be amazing to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same with me. I was a fucking asshole at that age too. Yeah, I don't sense any of that from her. It's funny. She has this con. It's so she has a um, a confidence in her that's so fucking strong that no one's seen yet, not even her, mm-hmm. because she earned. She's sitting on a wheelbarrow of gold that she earned, and when she realizes that, she's gonna be like, "Oh my goodness!" Yeah, you heard her talk about it a little bit when she said, "Oh, at the last workout in Rogue, I, I felt like I really belonged," and then that took a little less time when I went to Wadapalooza. That'll happen in the off season, you know, where she's just like confident as hell and just ready to charge into the competition. And none of it will be fake. None of it will be posturing. Right. Earned. She earned her. She earned her shit. She just doesn't know it yet. Yeah. And I mean, you already see uh, Shane already plucked her out. Shane or oh. like, yep, we'll make you the next multi-games champion. 
and you got such a long time, like such a long timeline with her, right? She's only 17, 10 years. She'll only be 27. I mean, that's a long time in the game too. That's crazy, dude. 17. 17, bro. Nothing but time. Hey, um, I don't know what the word is. Biologically, neurologically. Um, I mean, she's not even grown yet. Right. Oh, Bailey has she's, a good point. She's not even a ripe banana yet. Like if she was a banana, you wouldn't, she wouldn't even peel her. You wouldn't even, she's not even ready. Right. She's yet. She's already on the shelf at Safeway. Uh, <laughs> who, 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 where's ba- What did Bailey say? Oh, you just mentioned the thing that seems to be happening with some of the teens that oh. start really early. You know, like they just, like you'd said in the show, you asked her, is she feeling burnout or how does she feel about that? I think that that's definitely probably the biggest threat to all those, um, athletes starting out really young like that. Uh, yeah. What? I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't even, I can't even imagine what it's like growing up with like social media. Like it'd be nuts. Right. I like I don't live a life around likes at all, zero. Right. And and yet probably ninety percent of the people I'm surrounded by look at likes. Mm-hmm. Um I, I just use that as an one example. So I don't I don't even I so I I, I wanna say no, no, she'll be fine, but I don't even know what people are looking at these days that's fucking with them. You mean like if they refresh their Instagram profile and there's a thousand less followers, like, I like can- that just ruins their day. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, people are seeing stuff. Yeah, like I, I know that if you take fentanyl, there's a chance and, and you OD on it, you're going to die. But mm-hmm. the this, the stimulus that people are getting these days through their phones, I don't even know what it – I don't even know. Yeah, yeah it's kind of crazy, me. right? I look at views. Yeah, views are good. I look at views too. But I don't look at views in terms – I look at views – I don't think I get my worth from views. Yeah, Fanny Spiegel said, like, you don't look at the likes on YouTube channels. Like, we we definitely do, and we keep an eye on it. But I guess it's not as, like, it doesn't weigh in on the factor of, like, if overall, um, how much underwear this. It doesn't take away from, like, our personal worth, you know? I I don't really look at likes on YouTube at all, but but I but I am aware that I only want likes to push the algorithm. I don't, right. I don't they have nothing to do with me. Yeah. How much money I have is maybe more important than how much likes I have. Right. Yeah. Famous people said you get paid from views. Yeah. yeah. Yes, no, there's a couple of things that go into it, but overall you're right. <clears throat> but hopefully that's so, not the only so I way you get paid. I, but my point is, is that I don't know what metrics they're using to that are out of people's control, but someone mm. like Kerstetter has put so much in the bank that she earned. Right. And I don't think most kids have done that. I, well, not I don't think. I know most kids haven't, right? Right, right. What did like, you earn? Well, fucking yeah. I earned a six and a half minute mile. I learned a 200, I earned a 200 pound snatch. I mean, she's earned some shit that no one's taken from her. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't think most kids can, uh, that's so much more than I earned to clear level seven on Super Mario Kart or whatever. <laughs> Although that has its place too. Yeah. 
and it's a constant comparison, right? Like you open up social media and you're just going to look at a bunch of people and you could easily start falling down the rabbit hole of like, oh man, everybody's doing so much better than me. You know, <clears throat> I don't look that way. I don't have these things. Therefore, I must be, yeah, Mike said it, a uh, personal validation. I don't you know. know what I don't know. Uh, I don't know one person who got into um, like expensive watches, who it stuck. Like I think they all end up regretting it. I don't know one person. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I, you know, like you you get a rich friend, and all of a sudden, next thing you know, they have a twenty thousand dollar watch, then a thirty thousand dollar watch, then they have a seventy thousand dollars, and then after like two years, they're not even into watches anymore, and you realize the whole thing is stupid. And for a second, when you see them going through that phase, you're like, I might want one of those, and then you're just like, no, watches yeah. are stupid. <laughs> I don't you know anyone to- who will watch a watch habit has stuck. It's complete idiocy, I think. Well, I mean, it could be an investment depending on how you look at it. I mean, the outlier. You're talking outlier. Yeah, to sell yeah, the other idiots. To that. sell the other idiots. You're right. You're right. People who are obsessed with stuff. Everyone has stuff. Where's my stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Do you have any um, material possessions that you want or like lean into? Not that you can't live without, but just like... I love my phone. Yeah. I love a phone. Um, Camera equipment. Yeah, I like I like night. I like computers. I I love coming in and seeing this rogue thing. But you know what? I love a full bag of coffee too. When Gabe sends me one of these, I feel like I feel rich. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah I'm, you, you got your own blend, the CEO blend, dude. This is like a week for this is drugs. I used to love getting a brand new pack of cigarettes. Brand new. <laughs> Brandy bag of weed, all that stuff. I used to love that stuff. And when you smoke cigarettes, did you take that one and flip it upside down or whatever? No. <clears throat> you never did that? Mm-mm. But all the homies did. Yeah, I'd always saw people in my family that smoked cigarettes. I'd always like do that. That's what was the point cigarette. of that? For luck? I, that's what I was. It was a lucky cigarette. It's your last one. I don't know. Fucking weird shit. I have a lot of objects. But I'm not. Are you overly attached to any of them? You don't want like the the big car, like some fancy car, nothing like that. No G five on the list for you, so you could show off. I would love a fucking uh, G five, but not what? to show off, but just so you can just be like, I'm just going, like I'm just flying over to your house, landing, yeah, yeah land over yeah. at the airport in Livermore from Watsonville. Yeah, I definitely value like uh, convenience and speed over like yeah. you know luxury or yeah, or, like. Even if it's not that fancy, if it gets me there from point A to point B a little bit quicker, I'll take that. Those, those head, I, that's not even those headphones. And like, come to my house and have those. I don't even want those. I don't even know how that happened. I'm not, I'm not even a collector of headphones. <laughs> helicopter, <laughs> You need a helicopter. So then when you're yelling at the kids in the morning, you're like, kids, get to the chopper. <laughs> get to the chopper. <laughs> hey, I'm going to be on, um, uh, dude, I'm gonna be on the Cross the Games podcast with Chase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Hopefully, everybody from the uh, chat that's here now that's watching this show will go over there and like, give that show a thumbs up. Watch it. Oh yeah, someone Bumped someone through. said it already. Someone sent me a thing saying uh, saying it already has like thirty thumbs up or something. Oh, perfect. Well, if fifty percent of our group did it now, we could have two hundred and fourteen. Or yeah, two hundred and fourteen thumbs ups. Where do you? Where do? You, that's pretty funny. Where do you go? You go to uh, 
CrossFit Games podcast. CrossFit. Yeah, games. and then scroll all the way down to the very bottom of what the algorithm gives you. No, I'm just kidding. It's buried all the way down there. Um, let's see. I'll show. We, you. we always go over there already, Sue. Oh, it's already at the top. Uh, notify me. And then I click on this. Yeah, click it. See how many. Like, oh, hey, I already. I already. Yeah. Hey, was there comments still there's there? There's already I, comments. My goodness. Yeah, but something happened, dude, because the first time I went in there, Hiller had left a comment, I left a comment, and then um they were gone. And the comments were gone. Hiller, did you see that? Someone just wrote, Who is Sevon? Should I write the guy in bed with your mom? Um, probably no, probably just play it cool. <laughs> <laughs> probably right, just fine. ignore it. What if it's true? Um that it well okay oh my goodness hey we don't even uh we don't even look at our own comments we just go over to the crossfit games podcast and look at their comments oh oh will said the comments disappear uh, after a while okay good oh, to know great it's already gotten nasty so all those will disappear anyways wait no. why do they disappear I don't know. I thought I thought that what maybe did Will say? Happened. Will said that the comments disappear beforehand after a while. He said no one deleted them. Oh. Because when I co I commented on there already and Hiller had commented on there too. <laughs> and I saw those and so when I went back last night they were gone. But Will saying that that just happens. Hey, someone told me that if I walk up to Laura Horvat at the games, yep, and act like everything's totally cool, just like just man up and sack up that she'll be totally cool. Yep. I bet you she will. And if she's not, let's just make sure I'm there so I can capture it from a further point of view so we can see the interaction. So it can go viral when she punks me. Yeah, so if it like, goes viral. What if she taps me on the head like a dog? This doesn't Dude, it would be kind of amazing if she put her hand on my face and just she kind of mashed me, just pushed oh, me away. Yeah. yeah, and I just like fell to the ground like with my cameras and my leather my, my, <laughs> oh no! Like she punked an Oompa Loompa. <laughs> Got oh. it. <laughs> yeah, you think a caved astro? You think she's soft as a pillow on the inside? Yeah, m maybe. That would yeah. be awesome. I think she's cool. If I do approach her like that, it will be so fake. Like it'll be just me, just like faking it till I make it. Because I, I would definitely will be intimidated by her. It's so it's like so much different in person though, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like the in person stuff is a lot different than you know the computer screen deal. You gonna give Dan a hug? Who Dan Bailey? I I don't think I'll see Dan Bailey. Get to the flopper. <laughs> but I I'd, I'd give Dan a hug, sure. From behind wherever side yeah, behind whatever front. whatever happens happens i'd hug his face <laughs> uh people are calling jake douglas the thing from the fantastic four yeah it's like his third superhero reference i could see that I can see that. He's like the good looking version. He's like the version that put lotion on his face. Uh, Jake Douglas has like Liberace skin. You know who Liberace is? The old piano player? Mm. No, no, not well enough to know. Take your word for it. All right. Um, I'm going to go eat and then I'll be yeah. back here at 9 a.m. Are you going to be here at 9 a.m.? 
No, I will be leaving for uh, Hayward. In a, okay. About 15, 20 minutes. Uh, firefighters? Yep. Station two today. And then um, I'm probably going to – I should nap today or else I'm going to be a mess for uh, who do, uh, Emily Rolf and Jay Crouch. Yeah, and we have a doubleheader to this evening. So Nick Matthew, Olivia Kerstetter, then Kaike Cervini at 9. Then I'm trying to do um, – I'm going to eat breakfast now. I'm going to try to get in touch with Wad Zombie and do breakfast with – a second breakfast with him. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And then Emily – Rolf at 6.30. And then Jay Crouch at 7.15. Yep. Barry, at my house, um, everyone, all the towels are on just one giant rack. No one has a towel. <laughs> so me and my four boys, like, I, like no, no one has a towel at my house. It's the and clock... Thing. There's nothing Joe Biden about that. That's just called man shit. Mm. People can just, start getting put on timeout. The ta- yeah, towels just hang in my bathroom and I just use whatever the fuck one I want. And same with my kids. No one cares. No one's like needs their own towel. There's no pussies in my house. <laughs> yeah. We don't wash the dog ever. You don't brush your dog. You scratch them. Mm. We don't use words like gross. Mm. We, we we leash our cockroaches up at my house and walk them around, take them for a walk. We make cockroaches pets. <laughs> when, when you could do that with bees. I put a leash on them. Yeah, like you could like hit them and it stuns them and you put them in the freezer and then you pull them out and then you could put a little lasso around them. Hey. I never, I never did it, but it was in um like one of the old like CKY videos or whatever with Bam Margera and those those knuckleheads. Um, uh, I I think I've seen that. Uh, Will Brandstetter, same way for us growing up. You know why? Do you know why it was like that for Will? And, and Will's like a, a weird religious dude, right? That's like weird religious people shit. That's the weird part. Like I do a lot of weird shit that religious people do. Like we don't like like it, it's like faith it's it's like tied to faith. Well, how do you figure sharing towels is tied to faith? It just is. I'm just telling you, there's just shit. Like we don't give a fuck. We walk around barefoot. We're not afraid of shit because we got faith. It's, it's just a towel. I'm clean. I'm very clean. My kids are clean. Yeah. Shower three times a day. Yeah, clean towels. Yeah. Your religion is not weird, Dave. Yeah, he, Will is weird religious. I'm telling you, he's weird religious. <laughs> I'm weird religious, but I'm not religious. That's the part that's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't get circumcised. None of that shit. Um. Uh. So y- you know who used to do some uh, crazy b- bug shit like that? He did it with. Um. Oh, look at see Jedediah Nelson. We did that, but I was on a farm. We had bigger problems to deal with. Yeah. It's yeah. Thank you. Showering three times a day is horrible for you. Are you kidding me? It's not horrible for you at all. I don't, I don't, I don't, it's not like I wash my hair and soap myself. I just go in there and fucking rinse off. A sweaty mess. Like apparently Hiller does. He just rinses off. He doesn't. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, it will. Of 
course. No pop or anything. Weird religious is good. It just means you're legit. Hey, that can't um, be true about Hiller and the soap in the in the shower thing. No, it is true. He doesn't smell or anything though. I know, but he's got a little hippie granola in him, which is weird. He's yeah, very you, um he's very sort of, pure. He's a purist. You think there'd be some sort of like odor, but I've never. Do you use deodorant? You don't use deodorant, do you? No, fuck no. I don't really wait. I don't use deodorant either. Maybe I smell bad though. I own deodorant though. Like like it, it, like I, I would wear it in a, in like some sort of there's some circumstance I would wear it. I don't know what it is. Like maybe if I put on a dress shirt or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good call. Um, <laughs> this is kind of a crazy story. Mike McCaskey says, uh, what did he, what did Mike say? Sevy probably, uh, shares toilet paper to paper before throwing away. <laughs> no, that would be, um, <laughs> disgusting. Rough times out here, bro. We're rough times. Okay. That would be disgusting. But I did, I was in a public restroom recently and I, they ran out of toilet paper and I, and I wanted one more wipe. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe I'm going to tell this story. So I pulled out the cardboard roll. (laughs) (laughs) And I tried to hold the roll. I just want to just make sure. And I tried to hold the roll like. Wait, did you split it open or did you just. No, no, no. Still intact. No, still intact. So how did you. And I tried to. I just tried to like wipe the roll against my like sphincter. Mm. Mm -hmm. The Cheerio. Mm -hmm. How'd that go? It didn't work. And and Mm. and it was like, I actually kind of embarrassed myself. You ever been by yourself and you embarrass yourself? (laughs) I think I blushed. I think I made myself blush. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Well, look, I'm getting some support. <laughs> I support that decision. <laughs> I mean, it was Mrs. Burns. <laughs> but I, I'm 51 and I was like, I, I it was it was at the skate park in, in Sunnyvale. Shit. And I got one I got one wipe in and then there was and the, you know that that last piece of white toilet paper that's on the roll? Mm, it's like mm-hmm. it it's was still on good. there like i didn't like, so i kind of justified it like that but i didn't get like i and then i looked at it and there was nothing on it or nothing and i and i threw it in the trash and somehow you cut your butthole with it i it, it was a failed mission i felt I, I felt a little dumber for um oh dude <laughs> i felt a little dumber for trying it they didn't have like any like the paper towels for your hands that you could have just subbed out uh, I, probably, but I was, I was, it was a, uh, it was a, it was a public restroom at the skate park. It was a two shooter. Oh, got it. Okay. So it wasn't a single. Okay. Okay. I'd had to come out, but you know, I've never yeah. seen anyone in that bathroom. So I legit could probably have gotten up and out real quick. Yeah. It had been the one time somebody did come in there. <clears throat> uh, paper street coffee. I don't need analytics. I just need st- these stories. And I'll keep <laughs> That's good stuff. <laughs> it's amazing that you can still come up with inventive stuff like that at uh at fifty one. Hey, dude! Some everybody's got one of those stories. I'm sure. I got caught in Seattle one time without a bathroom at like one of my cousin's baseball games, and had to take a dump in the woods. Just at the baseball game, just run off into the woods. 
Yeah. Did you bring yeah. toilet paper with you? Mm, no. Oh, man. <laughs> nope. Had to leave the boxers behind in the woods. Oh, 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 that's cool. That's cool. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my stomach just started hurting and it, it was going down. I was, I was probably like 15 or something like that. So that means you had to take your pants off. Yeah. And your shoes. Down around the ankles, completely off. Hey, you know what sucks about those situations is there's always a chance in those situations because it's so desperate. It's one of those shits that you could have to go again. So you just use your boxers, you wipe, you pull your pants up, and then if you get the gurgling again, you're like, oh, shit. Oh, no. Yeah, you don't get it. Oh, no. One and done there. Oh, no. One and done there. I was free balling in the woods. <laughs> we had a hunter leave his drawers and his shirt he wiped with outside the stand. Oh, my goodness. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, Sevan installed your bidet uh, already. Yeah, I mean, at the rate sponsors are jumping on, I might have a bidet soon. Yeah. Holy cow, it's been a crazy month. God bless CrossFit and the behind the scenes and this two years of work. Wow. I just So I just wore these for an hour and 40 minutes. How do you feel? I mean, they always feel great when I take them off. I mean, they feel great when they're on. What's weird is my toes are actually, they stay separated for a little bit. Do you know what it is? When you take them off, you actually feel like air going between your toes for a little while, which you normally don't feel. Mm-hmm. Because your toes are usually like touching each other. Mm-hmm. Then they're like this. Hence the name Toe Spacer, huh? Nick Matthew. Yeah. Nick Matthew, Danielle Brandon, Alex Gazan. There's someone else. BKG. Oh, BKG. Austin. Yeah, I think all of them are. <laughs> Had a list oh shit that was lebron's son i did see that i didn't know that was lebron's son oh wow yeah. oh this is a great this is a great wow are you pretty impressed with will yeah i've always yeah, been impressed too. with will yeah it's crazy it is crazy. he is something else hey dude Will, I'll tell you the story. First, I want to tell you the story. I should maybe I should put it in my Greg Glassman notes, but about catching things. Greg, I've seen Greg catch lizards a hundred times by taking a really long weed and making a lasso at the end, and then he slips it around a lizard's neck and catches them, and then pulls them up. He's really good at catching lizards like with just a long piece of weed. It's really crazy. It's really, like we'd just be outside of a fucking hotel room at the Four Seasons, and he'd see a blue belly and be like, "Watch this," and grab a weed out of the bushes make a little lasso and catch the lizard um but um uh will there was this um there was this contest that uh tabasco hot sauce was having and they were going to give a million dollars to any of their employees i think their employee you had to be an employee there to enter and you could get it win a million dollars or something crazy like that if you taught them how to uh or if you came up with an idea that would sell more tabasco sauce 
So all the employees are like just putting in all these ideas for ad campaigns and mascots and changing the ingredients. And do you know what won? You might be too young to know this, Susan. Do you know which one won? No, I was trying to see if we could pull something up on it. but The guy made the hole at the top of the bottle bigger. So more, more comes out? More comes out faster. Genius. And when I was a kid, Tabasco was impossible to get out, dude. You had to war with the bottle. And then, I, and then one day, it wasn't like that anymore. You just give it a couple of shakes, and the shit pours out. And so that's the kind of shit. We'll just crack the code on toe spacers. They need, they want to triple their sales. They need three levels of toe spacers. Mm. Yeah, like scaled RX and RX. Yes. 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 (laughs) Clip it. Clip it, Jay. Post this. This is free. This is crazy. Uh, Cave Dastro, making the hole bigger is always a winning idea. Thank you. I mean, this is brilliant. Do you do you are do you agree with me that it's brilliant what he just said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just tripled their sales. Yeah, make one that's smaller than this and one that's bigger than this. And hey, you know what else? If if I were to give them something too, I would like one that's like a little bit longer. It would be harder to put on, but one that traverses up the whole length of the toe. Hmm. <laughs> Finger space. Man, God, Will, you're good. Hey, they got um, they got two pieces of uh, intel on the um, scribble and scribble and shut up and scribble. Shut up and scribble. They got two pieces coming out tomorrow that probably no one else knows about. Thursday. Oh, is it Thursday? Well, shit. By the time that show comes out, probably everyone will know. They should yeah, do the show earlier. Should do it. Today, A7S3, get it out there, and A7R4. I just asked me which cameras I'm shooting on. Who did? Uh, Mariah. Oh, Mariah Moore. She's already like bossing me around and shit. I like it, I like being bossed around. All these people bossing me around. Now, listen, when they're in the corral, if they look focused, don't go up and talk to them. Okay, hold on. Let me write that down. Never, I never interviewed anyone before. Yeah. Focused and they're in the corral. Leave them alone. Okay, got to check. Oh, wow. Yeah. What would you have done without that piece? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> hey, so I was trying to school Hiller on cameras, telling him that you can't shoot 4K at 120 frames per second unless you have the special card that's called the CF Express card. And he's like, nah, dude, it's not like that anymore. I'm like, yeah, it is. He's like, nah, it's not. They made an SD card that can capture at that speed. I'm like, no, they didn't. Five seconds later, he sends me a link and an article and a video. And he's like, <laughs> now what, bitch? I'm like, oh. Right. Here's all my references. Right. I haven't used a camera in four years. Oops. And uh, and then so someone on the internet sent me a DM and they're like, hey, dude, I know you keep bragging about how you're going to shoot 4K 120, but you're going to need a lot of CF Express cards. And like a jackass, of course, I'd already bought and fucking eight of them. And they're expensive, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, nope, dude, sorry. Andrew, I said the same thing to Andrew Hiller and he unfucked me. But I let the guy, I let it go back and forth a few DMs before I like, I dropped the bomb on him. I let him like posture on me and like try to school me. He, I mean, he would school. And I was like, by the way, did you know that you can get these SD cards that shoot in 4K? One time, and it was great. 
like Hiller punked me and then I got to take his knowledge and punk someone else. Perfect. Oh, Get here we go. Along. Oh, shut up, Andrew. There's a certain codec that you need the express card for, though. Just figured that out. Oh, really? So I was right? Oh, wow. <laughs> Look at you. Back on top. So I was right, Hiller? If you want to shoot at the highest quality, you do need an express card? Nerds. Bum, bum, bum. All right. I got to run. Okay, bye. I got a jam. Look, Bye. I got. Uh, are you working for HQ now or supporting as a contractor? What are my other choices? What I'm not doing either of those. Give us a third choice, Barry. Yeah, well, I'm not doing. I'm not working for HQ or supporting as a contractor. Adios. Where have you been, Barry? Barry, more choices, mass choices. Uh, Sevy, you better not uh, fuck this up. Bye, Susa. Um, I know. I thought about that too. I I don't think that there's any. I mean. I could get home and like I, my all my audio is fucked. I mean, I I'm so good at this. I just can't imagine fucking it up. It's it's so in my. I just love doing what I'm about to do. I love the people I'm gonna work with. I love the athletes. I love the the so much of the game staff. Excuse me. I mean, I the the people there are gonna be great. I can't. I'm. I can't imagine. I'm so filled with like. Ex Excitement and happiness and patience and love for this. I think I'm good. Yeah, Hiller knows his shit for sure. Uh, I rented uh, the S3 yesterday for secondary. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, allows for more color correction while editing. Yes, technically you win, but you can shoot 4K 120. Oh, okay. So in that, and in, in Mariah is already telling me that we're going to shoot like an S log or some shit where they do, she can get. Uh, greater dynamic field and um, then allow her to do more shit and pose for color correction. Fine. Yeah, there's a, the, neither of these are, I'm not doing, I'm not doing either of these, Barry. I'm not doing, I'm not working for HQ or supporting as a contractor. <clears throat> but I am making the behind the scenes with Mariah Moore, uh, Patrick Rios, Andrew Hiller, Caleb Beaver, um, Matt Souza, and, and a shitload of other. The, the cool thing about all of this, um, there's probably end up being like 20 people who end up working on it because with there's so much, um, there are so many outside media sources there, and so like people will say stuff. People are everyone's being so supportive. People will say stuff like, um, "Hey, if the athlete I'm following gets cut, <clears throat> um, uh." I'll shoot for you. Or people are even saying this, you know, like someone might be there, like um, someone might be there like filming with Colton Mertens and they, they, they'll they be like, hey, by the way, you can use my footage to, in the behind the scenes too. Like everyone's being so cool. I really like it. Yeah, I, yeah. I shoot in whatever, uh, can't, whatever the, I don't mess with any of that stuff. But I will, I'll take a uh, direction from Mariah this weekend. Or next weekend, whenever it is. Next week. But I normally just shoot in whatever the default um, is on the Sony camera for for color. Yeah, Teddy. I may, I, hypothetically, I made that up. I don't remember if Teddy actually told me that he, he, I could use his footage, but, it, but it's like that. Just like if I had some slow-mo of Colton and he wanted it for his, I would give it to him. So... 
who has creative control, you or Mariah? I'm not sure what that means, but it's my project. I mean, I could film the whole thing and throw it all away. I'm not obligated to anyone. Well, except to Sarah Cox, who, who's paying for it. Uh, California uh, CA peptides. That's why I wouldn't throw it away. I made a promise to her that I would go out there and uh, and kick ass. She said, yeah, let's do it. I want to play. I want to be part of it. It's like, oh, thank you. So she pays for food and hotel and I spent $3,000 on new cards and some other doodads for my camera. And get out there and kick ass. Meet Olivia Kerstetter in person. Get some behind the scenes with her. All right. Um, I guess I'll see you. I'm going to go eat. I'll see you guys in 45 minutes. Uh, Kaike Serveni. All right. Talk to you guys later. Bye-bye.